Previously heard on Good Hope FM. Chatting about what's happening in and around our community, and there's been a number of different challenges that are taking place around COVID-19 and how different communities are being affected. Now, you have to also remember that there are people out there who do not have the luxury of a roof over their head. They don't have food every single day. You know, they don't have jobs. And sometimes these people are labeled as homeless people and they're in and around our community. And yes, they should be counted because they're human beings as well. And joining us on the line, we've got uh, Councillor Zaid Badradin, uh, mayoral committee member for the Community Services and Health for the City of Cape Town. Good afternoon, uh, Zaid. How are you doing? Good afternoon. I'm stressed at the moment. But I, well, otherwise, yeah. I can I can totally understand why you would be stressed. It's a very stressful time, but you know uh, this is why we bring you on air so that we can all take a bit off your shoulders. If we all know about it and we all help out, yeah. maybe we can get some sort of positive outcome. Now, the city has started to move many homeless uh, people uh, into a temporary housing in order to prevent the spread of the coronavirus. How's that process been going so far? So there are two processes underway here. Yeah? The city has identified about five locations across the city that are going to form more permanent uh, bed spaces even after COVID-19. These shelters are located in areas like Bowville where we've got Paint City, Somerset West, um, also a number of other areas on the Cape Flats like in Skarpkral. But in, in additionally, we'll be using space alongside existing that we're hoping to still employ even after COVID. But the meeting that I've just stepped out of now where the mayoral committee is sitting uh, is to approve a large location where street people from across the city will be held um, until such time that we're able to move them uh, over into these uh, different more uh, these, these different but harder facilities in terms of buildings and so on. This past weekend, we opened our first safe space in the CBD, and within two to three hours, it was full. So that's about 276 people wow. uh, in the current location where the Haven Night Shelter is assisting us with the provision of food. Uh, they've also got access to uh, toilets and water and so on. So if, if I tell you now that that's one location, we've obviously got to see, see to and assist about 4,000 homeless people. 4,000? 4,000 homeless that people. That is in a the crazy city. number. The job is massive. The job is massive. What we've learned from this past few days at the CBD safe space is that because we're moving so rapidly, there are a number of people across the city who are who find themselves on the city for many, many different reasons. And so in our safe space on Saturday, what we were, people who were making their way, there was uh, heroin addicts, uh, other addicts on other substances. They were elderly. They were vulnerable. There was families. There were people living in cars. So these are all kinds of people who are needing to access these kinds of services. But what we've learned is, and also not forgetting um, um, mentally disabled people as well, but what we've learned is that at our new larger macro site where individuals need to be housed, we will be separating them into more appropriate groupings, male, females, couples, um, and so on. Also to have a separate uh, area for isolation should, should that need arise. Um, but we're moving as rapidly as possible. 
Constable. I know that there's a lot of pressure on a lot of councillors across the city, but also a lot of pressure on me from residents who WhatsApp me at 5.30 in the morning saying what's happening with the street people. I know everybody's frustrated, but we are you know, doing our best. And the amount, if I if I even have to share with you the, the amount that I've just been presented now in terms of what it will cost, mm. the city again is saying that no matter what value uh, is going to be incurred, it will be incurred because we've got a responsibility to look after our vulnerable people in the city. You know, Zaid, man, I can hear it in your voice, the degree of passion you have behind this. And, you know, uh, right here on Good Hope FM, we've been really trying to honor all the people who've been assisting, especially from an essential services uh, point of view. So, sir, you know, that, that's for you. That's that that's specifically for you and to say that you know what we're we're with you in thought, we're with you uh on the street, man, and continue doing what you are doing already in the community. And you know, wherever we can help, you can go ahead and reach out to Good Open Film and keep us updated because uh, people of Cape Town want to know. Before before you kick me off your show, just for me to say a quick, quick thank you to all of the partners, the NGOs, the residents, every single person in the city that has made donations uh, to the city through the disaster management center, but also to every single feeding scheme that has come out to our safe space to feed these individuals. It's truly appreciated and I speak on behalf of the three people now as well, just listening to how grateful they are. So thank you very much to every single Capetonian for their, for their kind and generous hearts. Thank you so much, man. All the best. Stay safe out there. Please stay safe. Thank you, thank you. All good, man. Absolutely amazing stuff being done by the city. And I'm sure you can get uh, some of the details on their website if you want to help out, if you want to reach out. But you're supposed to be staying at home. Maybe there could be some form of donation that can be made. We'll be trying to get those details for you throughout the course of the show. Hey, yo, check it out. Good Hope FM. Goodhopefm.co.za now.